0: Section forty-nine of the Golden Treasury of the Best Songs and Lyrical Pieces in the English Language. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leonard Wilson of Springfield, Ohio. The Golden Treasury, selected by Francis T. Palgrave section forty nine poems two hundred sixty six through two hundred seventy two two hundred sixty six to sleep a flock of sheep that leisurely pass by one after one the sound of rain and bees murmuring the fall of rivers winds and seas smooth fields white sheets of water and pure sky i've thought of all by turns and still i lie sleepless and soon the small birds melodies must hear first uttered from my orchard trees and the first cuckoo's melancholy cry even thus last night and two nights more i lay and could not win thee sleep by any stealth so do not let me wear to-night away without thee what is all the morning's wealth come blessed barrier between day and day dear mother of fresh thoughts and joyous health w wordsworth two hundred sixty seven the soldier's dream our bugle sang truce for the night cloud had lowered and the sentinel stars set their watch in the sky and thousands had sunk on the ground overpowered the weary to sleep and the wounded to die when reposing that night on my pallet of straw by the wolf scaring faggot that guarded the slain at the dead of the night a sweet vision i saw and thrice ere the morning I dreamt it again. Methought from the battlefield's dreadful array, far, far I had roamed on a desolate track. Twas autumn, and sunshine arose on the way to the home of my father's that welcomed me back. I flew to the pleasant fields traversed so oft in life's morning march when my bosom was young. I heard my own mountain goats bleating aloft and knew the sweet strain that the corn-reapers sung then pledged we the wine-cup and fondly i swore from my home and my weeping friends never to part my little ones kissed me a thousand times o'er and my wife sobbed aloud in her fullness of heart stay stay with us rest Thou art weary and worn, and fain was their war-broken soldier to stay. But sorrow returned with the dawning of morn, and the voice in my dreaming ear melted away. T. Campbell. Two hundred sixty-eight. A dream of the unknown. I dreamed that as I wandered by the way bare winter suddenly was changed to spring, and gentle odors led my steps astray, mixed with a sound of waters murmuring along a shelving bank of turf, which lay under a copse, and hardly dared to fling its green arms round the bosom of the stream, but kissed it, and then fled as thou mightest in dream there grew pied windflowers and violets daisies those pearled arcturi of the earth the constellated flower that never sets faint ox-lips tender bluebells at whose birth the sod scarce heaved and that tall flower that wets its mother's face with heaven collected tears when the low wind its playmate's voice it hears and in the warm hedge grew lush eglantine green cowbind and the moonlight colored may and cherry blossoms and white cups whose wine was the bright dew yet drained not by the day and wild roses and ivy serpentine with its dark buds and leaves wandering astray, and flowers azure, black, and streaked with gold, fairer than any wakened eyes behold. And nearer to the river's trembling edge there grew broad flag-flowers, purple pranked with white, and starry river-buds among the sedge, and floating water-lilies, broad and bright, which lit the oak that overhung the hedge with moonlight beams of their own watery light and bulrushes and wreaths of such deep green as soothed the dazzled eye with sober sheen methought that of these visionary flowers i made a nosegay bound in such a way that the same hues which in their natural bowers were mingled or opposed the like array kept these imprisoned children of the hours within my hand, and then elate and gay I hastened to the spot whence I had come, that I might there present it O oh, To whom PB Shelley two hundred and sixty nine The Inner Vision most sweet it is with unuplifted eyes to pace the ground if path there be or none while a fair region round the traveller lies which he forbears again to look upon pleased rather with some soft ideal scene the work of fancy or some happy tone of meditation slipping in between the beauty coming and the beauty gone if thought and love desert us from that day let us break off all commerce with the muse with thought and love companions of our way whate'er the senses take or may refuse the mind's internal heaven shall shed her dews of inspiration on the humblest lay w wordsworth Two hundred seventy. The Realm of Fancy Ever let the fancy roam. Pleasure never is at home. At a touch sweet pleasure melteth, like to bubbles when rain pelteth. Then let winged fancy wander through the thoughts still spread beyond her. Open wide the mind's cage-door, she'll dart forth, and cloudward soar oh sweet fancy let her loose summer's joys are spoilt by use and the enjoying of the spring fades as does its blossoming autumn's red-lipped fruitage too blushing through the mist and dew cloys with tasting what do then sit thee by the ingle when the sere fagot blazes bright spirit of a winter's night when the soundless earth is muffled and the caked snow is shuffled from the ploughboy's heavy shoon when the night doth meet the noon in dark conspiracy to banish even from her sky sit thee there and send abroad with a mind self-overawed fancy high-commissioned send her she has vassals to attend her she will bring in spite of frost beauties that the earth hath lost she will bring thee all together all delights of summer weather all the buds and bells of may from dewy sward or thorny spray all the heaped autumn's wealth with a still mysterious stealth she will mix these pleasures up like three fit wines in a cup and thou shalt quaff it thou shalt hear distant harvest carols clear rustle of the reaped corn sweet birds antheming the morn and in the same moment hark tis the early april lark or the rooks with busy caw foraging for sticks and straw thou shalt at one glance behold the daisy and the marigold white plumed lilies and the first hedge-grown primrose that hath burst shaded hyacinth always sapphire queen of the mid-may and every leaf and every flower pearled with the self-same shower thou shalt see the field-mouse peep meagre from its celled sleep and the snake all winter thin cast on sunny bank its skin freckled nest eggs thou shalt see hatching in the hawthorn tree when the hen-bird's wing doth rest quiet on her mossy nest then the hurry and alarm when the beehive casts its swarm acorns ripe down pattering while the autumn breezes sing Oh, sweet fancy let her loose everything is spoilt by use where's the cheek that doth not fade too much gazed at where's the maid whose lip mature is ever new where's the eye however blue doth not weary where's the face one would meet in every place where's the voice however soft one would hear so very oft at a touch sweet pleasure melteth, like to bubbles when rain pelteth. Let then winged fancy find thee a mistress to thy mind. Dulcet-eyed as Ceres' daughter, ere the god of torment taught her how to frown and how to chide. With a waist and with a side, white as Hebe's, when her zone slipped its golden clasp, and down fell her kirtle to her feet while she held the goblet sweet and jove grew languid break the mesh of the fancy's silken leash quickly break her prison string and such joys as these she'll bring let the winged fancy roam pleasure never is at home j keats two hundred seventy one hymn to the spirit of nature life of life thy lips enkindle with their love the breath between them and thy smiles before they dwindle make the cold air fire then screen them in those locks where whoso gazes faints entangled in their mazes child of light thy limbs are burning through the veil which seems to hide them as the radiant lines of morning through thin clouds ere they divide them and this atmosphere divinest shrouds thee wheresoe'er thou shinest fair are others none beholds thee but thy voice sounds low and tender like the fairest for it folds thee from the sight that liquid splendour and all feel yet see thee never as i feel now lost forever lamp of earth where'er thou movest its dim shapes are clad with brightness and the souls of whom thou lovest walk upon the winds with lightness till they fail as i am failing dizzy lost yet unbewailing p b shelley two hundred seventy two written in early spring i heard a thousand blended notes while in a grove i sat reclined in that sweet mood when pleasant thoughts bring sad thoughts to the mind to her fair works did nature link the human soul that through me ran and much it grieved my heart to think what man has made of man through primrose tufts in that sweet bower the periwinkle trailed its wreaths and tis my faith that every flower enjoys the air it breathes the birds around me hopped and played their thoughts i cannot measure but the least motion which they made it seemed a thrill of pleasure the budding twigs spread out their fan to catch the breezy air and i must think do all i can that there was pleasure there if this belief from heaven be sent if such be nature's holy plan have i not reason to lament what man has made of man w wordsworth end of section forty nine recording by leonard wilson of springfield ohio